Hello there. Thanks for joining me tonight in the issue of the Psychology Report. You know, we all find ourselves in situations where we need and sometimes have to deal with somebody who's angry at us. Sometimes they're angry at us personally. Sometimes they're angry at the company we work for and represent. Sometimes they're angry at an organization that we are part of. Sometimes they dump anger on us when we're not really the person that did the wrong, but we're the person that represents the wrong or represents the organization that did wrong or at least is the voice or the face that they can speak to. You know, dealing with angry customers is not a fun job to have if you're in business. Whether you're a professional in business, you have to deal with a patient that's angry at you, or you're an organization of a, like a hospital or a business of some kind that somebody's mad at what you have done or not done or charges that you've uh, levied but haven't informed them of and uh, just actions that might have been taken that were in a, inappropriate and incorrect or unexpected. Or sometimes it's the inaction, things that you did not do that you should have done. But I mean, people get angry over all kinds of things. And generally speaking, when a person who is angry is angry, it is justified. There is some level of justification. Now, maybe the reaction pattern is in excess, way beyond what is called for. But the thing that provoked the anger probably has some truth in it. And if you're on the receiving end of that anger, here are a couple things you can do, okay? If you work for a company and you are the one that they get a hold of and vent on, here's a couple things you can do. If you're the wife, you're the mother, you're the school teacher, you're the doctor, whatever, and somebody's angry at you, here's a couple things you can do. You know, we're all in these kind of situations, so what is it that you can do? Well, here's your first point. Always listen first and speak later. Always. You always let the person who is angry, that initiated the contact or had reason to bring a complaint or bring their anger to your attention, listen. Listen carefully. Listen well. Listen clearly. Look into their eyes as they speak. Listen with your ears and your eyes and acknowledge what they're saying. Follow what they're saying. Nod. Make comments. Allow for that conversation to unfold. But whatever the person has to say, let them say the whole story. Don't jump in and debate it or argue it or correct or verify or don't get into any of that. Just listen. And when the person unwinds, it's like a clock, they all, they'll unwind, they'll come to a point where they've said everything. Then it's your turn to speak. Then it's your turn not to argue. You know, not to uh, necessarily uh, agree or disagree. But it's your turn to just make sure you understand what they've been saying. You speak in a manner that allows them to get the message that you've heard them, that you're following, that you're in touch with them, that you're there with them, and that you're emotionally involved in whatever the situation is that they've brought to your attention. So during this listening period of time, just relax, deep, breathe deeply, listen 
attentively. Nod. Make eye contact. Listen with your ears and your eyes. That's number one. Listen first, and then you can speak later. Okay, that's number one. Number two is this. Apologize. Apologize. You want to empathize with the person that's speaking. You want to make sure that you understand them and that they know that you understand them and that you care what their concern is and you care what their anger point is or you care what their offense was all about. In other words, there's that empathy that needs to be expressed, that you care. But you also then want to follow that up with an apology. Sure, you're sorry for what happened. Now, maybe you caused it. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you had nothing to do with it. But you can apologize for your company. You can apologize for your family. You can apologize for yourself. You can apologize for what happened. But make sure the apology is honest and sincere and clear. People do accept apologies. But you have to express apologetically the words and the thoughts and the feelings that you have about the situation that that person brings to your attention. Now, your apology and your empathy must go to the heart of what your person is upset about. If it's your customer or if your spouse or your family member or your friend or colleague or whatever it might be, you have to speak to the heart of whatever it is that that person is upset about. In business, sometimes you charge fees. Professionals charge fees. Sometimes they're not even explained or they're not well written out or they're not clearly written out or fees change. And the person expects one thing but then gets something different. And that is usually an upsetting kind of situation. So you have to apologize for that thing that they are bothered about and upset about. You see, you apologize for the issue that was created for the offense that was created, for the misunderstanding that occurred. You you apologize for that particular thing. And then you can move on from there in terms of what you're going to do to resolve it. Now, in the process of this, when you apologize, don't shift your blame. You know, it's like Dad saying, well, the kids did it. You know, or to the kids, you say, well, your mother did it. You know, you don't shift the blame. You don't say, well, my colleague did it, or my secretary did it, or my office manager did it. You accept the blame yourself as an individual for whatever happened. Whoever made the mistake, doesn't matter. A mistake was made. And what a person wants is that you acknowledge the mistake and that you will take action to correct it so it doesn't happen again to that person, but it won't happen again to anybody else. That's why people bring complaints to you. They don't want to be treated that way again, but they don't want anybody else to be treated that way either. So make sure that you don't blame anybody else, but that you just stand there and accept the verdict. You accept whatever the person says as being true, because it was their experience, and they cared enough to bring it to your attention. So just accept the blame on behalf of the organization, on behalf of the company, on behalf of your office, on behalf of your family, or whatever it might be. Just take it on a personal basis and accept the blame. Okay, apologize and empathize. Okay, now here's another one. Make sure it's clear that you understand what the person is complaining about and what the issue was that upset them. You want to make sure that you 
express. You put into your words what they've been saying so that, that they have that sense that you heard them, you understand, and you're on the same page. So you want to clarify because it's only then will you be in a strong position to avoid such mistakes again in the future. So usually in a mistake or in an in a, uh, angry situation with somebody, after they have complained and after you have uh, acknowledged whatever it is that they're saying, just make sure that you clarify what it is that they are upset about. Put it in words that you understand, they understand, so that you're on the same page and you can then move on and say, okay, now we understand each other. This was what happened. This is what I did. This is what did not take place that should have taken place. I'm sorry for that, but I want to make sure that I understand what your point is. So make sure that, okay? And then move on to the next point. Maintain a calm and a very positive tone throughout. Make sure your tone is conversational. Make sure your message is conversational. Lower your voice. Speak slowly. Sleep, uh, speak calmly. Be in a pleasant manner. Be relaxed. Be disarmed. Don't respond in anger. In anger in return. The angrier the person gets, the calmer you get. Kind of bounce it off that way. Kind of think it that way. If a person gets angry and is increasingly getting angry, you get increasingly relaxed. You get increasingly calm. You lower your tension. You lower your blood pressure as that person's blood pressure increases. You see? Your job there is to Listen, understand, get on the same page, make sure you understand each other, apologize, give some empathy, but do so in a tone that is relaxed and in a manner that is relaxed so you don't incite, you don't generate more anger and more upset. And then you got to follow it with this. Take action. Take immediate action. Now, in every complaint, in an office, every complaint about a company, every complaint in some kind of a situation, even in a home. You can do something now. You can do something tomorrow. You can do something in the next couple of days. Break it up into steps. What is it that you can do now? Okay? It might be that you're going to call somebody and get it understood. You're going to look into it. You're going to study it. You're going to talk to somebody. Well, say that. You may want to read something that they've given you. Okay, tell me you read it. And do so. They, when people are angry, they often come with stuff they want you to read, or they want you to. They come with their evidence. So look at it. Take time to look at it. So take action. Take action immediately. Do what you can now today to resolve the conflict, to reduce the anger, and then tell them what you're going to do tomorrow, and what you're going to do the next day, and then what you're going to do the next week. I mean, just tell, and then make sure you do those things. I mean, don't tell them and then not do it because then that's just worse and they got more angry to come at you. More anger. So just let them know what action you're going to take and then go ahead and follow up on those action steps. And then make sure you let them know what you did. If you say you're going to do something in a day or two, do it and then call them. If you say you're going to do something next week, do it and then call them. Give them a report. Give them an update. Tell them what you found. Tell them what, what, uh, what you did. But anybody who's angry, you they want you to not just take care of it, but take care of it for good, so that they and nobody else experiences that problem again. So these follow-up calls or follow-up communications can be very assuring to somebody who's angry that you took it seriously. You're going to do something about it. 
And the tougher the situation, the more the follow-up is needed. You want to resolve the issue, but you want to save the relationship. You want to save the person. You want to save the future of your relationship. You want to save the future of the business relationship that you have with this person. And you can do so. See, anger from a customer, anger from a spouse, anger from children, anger from a friend, anger from a colleague, anger from a client is real. But it need not be life-threatening. It need not be relationship-threatening. It may not need to be the end of your relationship with that person. In fact, the way you handle it can enhance the relationship with that person. And in restore and rebuild and strengthen your relationship with that person. Make it even better. Make it even stronger. You know, for the future. That's your goal. But your goal is really just to be honest, sincere, and resolving of the anger and the complaints that might come to you from a customer or from a friend or from a colleague or from whomever it might be. You just you can apply these principles in a wide variety of situations that you're in. But don't run and hide. Don't blame others. You know, don't ignore. Don't listen and then forget about it. See? Don't show disinterest. Don't show that you're above it or that you had nothing to do with it, so therefore it's not your problem. See? Don't get into those kind of behavior patterns. Be sincere and address and deal with it, whether it's caused by you or not whether you were the blame or not, but you're the person, you're the face of the resolution, you're the face of solution. So take those steps. Hey, nice to have you with me today. Uh, this has been the Psychology Report. I refer you to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Some great books there. I have a book, that I, in, in my book, Dr. Teach Me to Parent, I have a section on dealing with anger with children, undoing the knot of family anger situations and with children. So, this is a problem in your life. This is something that you're particularly interested in. Go to the website, pick up the book, Doctor Teach Me to Parent. There's some good stuff there. Not necessarily just from a parenting point of view, but will apply to a lot of situations. So I recommend the book, you know, to you for that, you know, particular reason, you know, as well. So um, you're looking for a dentist? Doctor Chris Wong of the Cedar Dental center on cedar avenue by alluvial and uh, there's a dentist for you if you're looking for somebody give that office a call wong w-o-n-g dr chris wong dentist on cedar near alluvial so you'll find a good office a responsive office a caring office an empathetic office if you're looking for a dentist there's one for you okay bye for now